honestly. Some fishermen's friends. Yes. And I feel like it's opening up all Ooh. of our okay. passages. That sounds not good. Open up those passages. <laughs> They're closed. <laughs> Close those passages. Oh my goodness. How are you? I'm okay. I'm all right. <laughs> if you were able to see her, you would realize that she was very not, not all right. right. <laughs> yeah. True. But doing better. <laughs> doing better than about five minutes ago. We're surviving in a world that sometimes <laughs> seems challenging. It's very true. How are you? I'm okay. Are you also surviving? <laughs> I'm always surviving. She's a survivor. I'm gonna make it. She is. Truly and honestly. <laughs> a survivor. That's me. I have no imported cheese story, so like, what's the point? Whoa! You know? Nothing. No imported cheese story. Did you get any of the answers we were seeking? No, I didn't. And I wish I had. That's upsetting. It is. Whoa, that wheeze was also upsetting. (laughs) My passages are not opened (laughs) enough. (coughs) Cough Nice. This is like the 18th week in a row that you've had a cough. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's probably not normal. It's fine. Who's to say? You might have whooping cough. No big deal. Whoop. Whooping cough. Whoop, whoop. That went on for two long. There it is. Um, the cough. You have the cough. <laughs> oh, it's like the doctor and the rest. Oh, oh my god. He's, he's gonna be alright. <laughs> Good news. Whoop, whoop. God bless. I mean, what else is there to there's, say? There's oh, a lot of nodding. This is honestly a, a podcast. podcast. Wow. With Zoe and Logan. Almost two minutes in and didn't think uh-huh. to introduce it. It's a it's a podcast. I like you know? that you and I were just like staring at each other like, what else What's are we next? supposed to say? <laughs> we haven't done this before. It's Whoa. only our like 28, 29. It's We're getting close to the big 3 <laughs> Whoa. Too close. Dear God. Is this the midlife crisis? (laughs) Are we experiencing it right now? Live on the podcast. (laughs) It's Saturday night. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. No, it's It's Thursday Thursday. night. Or Friday when you're listening to it. Yeah. Or whatever day that you're listening to it. I don't know your life. You could listen to this eight Mondays from now and be like, what the hell? I don't know. I just made a phone (laughs) gesture like they're going to call us. (laughs) Then we'll go to Jesus Christ hotline, (laughs) sir. You are live. Jesus sucks. (laughs) Some Vine references for your day. All we ever make. What would it be without Vine references? Um, Speaking of Vine, can we talk about Vine? (laughs) Speaking of can we, we talk, talk about, about Vine? Vine? Yeah. I just said this is okay. Great segue. This is like my brain map right okay. now. Okay. Vine. Seeing it. Have like a visioning day right now. Just uh, imagine. Just imagine. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> oh, 
this is okay this is what i'm mapping in my mind right now my mind map if you will <laughs> i will so vine we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into christine sadelko we're gonna yes. get into elijah daniel get into it and we're gonna get into more white nonsense after that <laughs> there's so much white nonsense this whole it, episode is just gonna be white nonsense and just more sexual assault yeah. things because those never end never because ending. the world is terrible it's a serious or unfortunate event it really is but let's get into it let's rewind vine. a bit um so vine last week two weeks ago a couple weeks ago i think we were talking about this book that some kid put out on amazon and it's like a parody of milk and honey and it's like milk and vine and so it's just all these vines like written out in like the stylized thing yeah in anyway just like the instagram poets yeah style it's that vibe there's like the little, little doodles at the little drawings yeah. and stuff Zoe and I both thought it was really funny because I think it's hilarious because we are both still. fans of Vine humor and we can laugh at things. I mean, we, I, we like to think that we have senses of humor. We but have fun. Some would say we do have fun, um, but there was one person who did not find this book funny. No, and that person is Christine Sidelko, who I feel like over the course of this podcast we've gone from very pro to very ant very very very. Variante. I love that Italian God, restaurant. <laughs> Variante. We've gone from very pro Christine to very anti Christine. It's hard to say, okay? It, it, it is. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Look. I I can't speak words. True that. True that. Oh my god, side note. I was listening to a podcast earlier, and the guy was just like, yeah, so, like, my parents immigrated from Poland, and, like, my dad, like, couldn't speak English very good, and he's like, apparently neither can I. (laughs) Shout out to No Jumper. Um, Yeah, anyway, so, Christine Sadelko was up in arms about- Yeah, she was not happy. This parody book, and she, I don't feel like bringing up the tweets, because I don't really care that much, but she was basically, like, to paraphrase, she's just like- why should somebody profit off of somebody else's work? First, first of a series of problems I have with this. A, um, they're vines. <laughs> they're six seconds. Um, I know a lot of people have made careers off of them, but I wouldn't categorize that as work that much. Maybe a little in the ones that are, like, super edited and, like, oh. Like, I mean, maybe magic. the back at it again at Krispy Kreme because. <laughs> that, he did a full backflip, so. not a, We didn't see the end of the flip. We just saw him he hit did, the sign. He hit a sign, and that takes effort and work. So that's, that's problem one. Mm-hmm. Problem two is that I think the book has gone up in price now. Mm-hmm. But when we first talked about it and before Christine went on her rampage Twitter rant. Is that the book was up for like two ninety nine Canadian dollars, which is like basically free in American money. <laughs> Literally, though, they were just giving those away. You got a dollar from it, but like they had to pay you to buy it. Like they, he was not making that much money off it. Sure, because it went viral, people were getting it. Yeah, so he probably got a nice little lump of money but, but like let's be real at this like we're talking about this and it's so passe at this point like no one is probably even like remembering this no 
like it was cool for like a couple days and it's over he probably made like a decent chunk of change yeah. i wouldn't say no to that but i guarantee you no one's buying it anymore it's done it was a quick viral thing like it's a fun. lot of vines yeah and the thing that uh, zoe and i were talking about when christine was going on her rant about this the like other day or whatever her and elijah literally did a parody of that song by halsey and the chain smokers they did an entire parody of the song and video, yeah. like, frame for frame. Using all the hard work from the music. It was literally <laughs> all the music. Yeah. They changed the words so they didn't profit off of that. But, but all their changing, videos are monetized. By changing the words, they just... Bing bong. Bing bong. Suddenly it wasn't the same thing. No, so different. And, like, the other issue that I have with mm-hmm. it is that, I don't know, I don't have the receipts <laughs> ready, but... I can, like, estimate that Elijah and Christine have probably at some point stolen a joke from a lesser comedian, air quotes, on Vine, on Twitter, on whatever Oh, I think everybody has. Like, you have to have done that. I feel like all of those kind of, like... Vine famous people that kind of came up around yeah. the same time. Like, Gabby Hanna. I, I was mean, gonna like, say, yeah. She had her scandal of stealing jokes, and she's, like, admitted she's to that, and she's it, yeah. owned it, and she's moved on from it. But, like, I'm pretty sure everyone did that at certain points. Like, it's very, like, you're not a comedic genius. No. You have moments where you're kind of funny mm-hmm. and relatable, <laughs> but, like, you're not, like, a legend of comedy. No. Like, it's not that... It's not, not that, that serious. And, um... So, she went off on that big rant about it. Then Elijah hopped in on the rant about uh, it. of course he did. And was like, yeah, this is, like, whatever. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I stop reading when they're, like, six plus uh, 200 and whatever character no, tweets. Who has like, time for that? I don't... Mm, I suddenly can't read. <laughs> um, but he hopped on that. And then their friend, mm-hmm. Tom Harlow. Oh, yeah. Who, like directed the video that they did parodying the Bing, Bing Bong, Bong song. <laughs> Bing Bong song. Um, he did a two-part video uh-huh. doing, recreating vines into ASMR. Yes! And they didn't say anything about yes. that. I'm like, interesting how his videos are monetized. He will be making money from this yeah. of other people's hard work in these vines. And it's just, like, there were so many vines where somebody would make a vine and then Tons of people remix. remake it. Yeah. Diesel jeans. Diesel Anyone. Jeans. Do we remember that era of Vine? <laughs> Where it was just diesel jeans. Glass of whiskey, Adderall, <laughs> diesel, diesel jeans. jeans. And also Gratata. Oh my egg. god! That one. Everyone remade that one too. <laughs> You're triggered right now. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Taken back in time. I have not heard those words uttered in Gratata. Quite some swag. <laughs> Very viral vines. Ooh. <laughs> Alliteration. Ooh, triple V. Um. <laughs> Guy Fieri, we are coming for you. We're gonna have our own show. <laughs> I hate myself. Um, what was I even saying? Very viral oh. vines. <laughs> Say that five times. I can't. Fast. I barely said it once. <laughs> very empty. <laughs> um, the very viral vine. <laughs> like reached a point where everyone was doing them. Everyone knows the original Vine. Yeah. The original Vine. That's like the original <laughs> sin. Um, it is. <laughs> Vine is the original sin. 
<laughs> hate the sin, love the sinner, you know? Um, I'm dying. But, like, the book thing, like, everyone, everyone will see, like, read that, see the little doodle, and immediately go, I know what this is from. Yeah. Like, they're not thinking he just made, like, if he, he's not making poems, like, these aren't real. <laughs> he's not trying to, like, pass this off. Like, as... I put a whole bag of beans up my ass. He's not trying to, like, sell that as, like, a spoken word. Well, like, exactly. It's not, he's not gonna be making that much off of it. And it's not, like, intellectual property. No. Like, there's no sort of... This is not a Facebook dilemma, okay? No. We do not have <laughs> the Winklevoss twins in one corner. Maybe we do. We don't. And Mark Zuckerberg in another, and then Eduardo Saverin in a third corner. <laughs> like, it's just... How many corners are there? Also, Nate Parker. Sean Parker. Nate Parker. He's somebody else. He's a director. Sean Parker. Anyway. I like that you're pointing to different areas I, of this room. They're in there? the room. Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, I really got away from the point there. I just like to mention the social network as much as I can. I love that movie. I still have never seen it. <laughs> Dead silence. Yikes. Um, yeah, so Christine and Elijah are just being, like, huge flops. Yeah, it's just, like, it started off being, like, I don't know why everyone hates them so much. They're funny. Yeah. To, like, can you please shut up about literally everything yeah. all the time? It's like, oh, no, I completely understand. Yeah, no, like, I get it. <laughs> I get it now. I get it. It's meta. Um, yeah, so Elijah has oh, now God. decided that he is a rapper yeah. Um, I, yeah. I know a couple weeks ago I was talking about Tana Mojo's rap song, <laughs> and, like, I still stand by it that it's a banger. The thing with Tana but Mojo. But it's, like, a funny banger. That's the thing. Like, Tana, I think, on a level, is trolling people. Like we said, like, a young Trisha Paytas. I, th- I think so. It's, it's so hard to tell with her, because it's, like, she's said multiple times, like, she wants to be a rapper, but, yeah. like... I just there's there's something there's there like where she's part of me she's where I'm like trolling this is a little a bit like she has to be trolling a little bit. Also, speaking of Trisha Paytas, I was on YouTube yesterday. Yeah, and I was like scrolling through, and I obviously subscribed to Trisha Paytas, and she posted a video that was her. It was about like twenty minute long video. Yeah, pretending to be on Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> like she was on the couch talking to Jimmy Kimmel, except there was no one playing Jimmy Kimmel. It was her on the couch being like, oh, Jimmy, that's funny. Yes, um, thank you for bringing that up. And then, like, turning to the camera and being like, oh, you guys are so nice. Like, she, 20 minutes spent improv <laughs> talking we to Jimmy Kimmel. We love an improv legend. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> killing it with the skits, queen. Just truly, <laughs> queen. Truly nailing it. But it was just, I watched the full thing, and I was like, what am I doing with my life right now? Honestly, me, anytime I watch anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, Tana's a rapper, Elijah's a rapper, everyone's becoming a rapper, apparently. we're rappers now, um, dropping Friday. I, but, I, so, he... He's a rapper now. This is, like, his new thing. He has, like, a rap name, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to say because it's it a slur. It involves a gay slur. It involves a gay slur, which, like... But he spelled it with a P-H to be quirky. Quirky and fun. Um, he's gay. If he wants to reclaim that word, go for it. Knock yourself out. I don't have a say in that. I just personally don't want to say it because I don't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, so, he's Lil' something. Um, <laughs> Lil' something. So, not only did he 
make that his new rap name. He got a face tattoo. He got two face tattoos. Like right above actually. his eyebrow just says a gay slur. Says Lil Lil Gay Slur. <laughs> the full thing, Lil Gay Slur. That's my rap name. Uh-huh. Um, and then he has like a, an upside down cross under Ooh. his other eye because it's 2010. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I have that shirt from Forever 21 too, Elijah. <laughs> Like, it's uh, just, oh my stop God. trying to be edgy. <laughs> it's not working for you. It's not working. Sorry, just real quick. I just want to, like, interject and say that my friend Katie just gave me really exciting news. Oh, and I just, exciting. I just want to say that because I'm really proud of her. That's exciting. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Um, yeah, so he has face tattoos. He let Tana tattoo them on him. Another problem. Um, and it was so funny because, like, the one day after he got them, he was, like, talking so much shit. He was just like yo like you're all giving me so much flack for like getting these tattoos like it's (laughs) it's 2017 like they can just be lasered off like whatever and then literally the next day he's like lol it's infected (laughs) and and it was like and then it was like blaming tana i was like it's infected because she tattooed too close to the bone i'm like could be because she's not a tattoo artist and just some girl (laughs) that you gave a tattoo gun and was like tattoo my face so now he has like this infected face tat, which is like a nightmare yeah, to me, honestly. A face tattoo in general is a nightmare, an but infected an infected one, one that says a gay slur. So I'm just like, okay, so it's infected, which means there's a good possibility that it could scar. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to get a tattoo lasered off. Like, I know that they have the technology for that. But it's like, if you have something, like, it, it scars your face. And also the thing is, like, I don't know. I've never had a tattoo or had it removed. But I hear that it's, like, really, really painful, painful. to get it removed. Yeah. And on your face. Like, above seems, your just, eye. That just seems like a nightmare. And also, like, I just... Okay. The thing with face tattoos and him as a white male getting a face tattoo. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just, like, reaching over here. I don't think so. I just feel like it's a little bit of, hey, I'm white, I have white privilege, I can do whatever I do. Like, I can get a face tattoo and it's funny and people will still, like, they'll think it's funny and quirky. Yeah. And, like, I won't say, like, take him seriously necessarily, but it's, like, I don't think that a white man, a gay white man getting a face tattoo that says Lil Gay Slur. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to be as detrimental to him and his career or yeah. his future endeavors as it would be for, oh, I don't know, a black man or a Latino man yeah. to get a face tattoo. The thing is, now, if uh, YouTube and whatever the hell he's doing yeah. doesn't pan out for him, yeah, he can stop and he can probably still get a job with his face tattoo. Yeah. Even if he gets it removed and has, like, a scar of it. He can go get a job at Vice. He'll he be can, fine. Literally, though, he'll fit in with everyone else there. Like, it's just, like, he'll be able to do that, but, like, no, no, like, racialized man who has a face tattoo would have that same kind of no. privilege. Um, also, one of the, like, responses to his tweet about getting that tattoo was so funny. It was just someone was like, this is the most white gay thing Elijah has ever done. And I'm like, literally, it's gone to a point on Twitter and just the internet in general where white gay men mm-hmm. are so racist at points where I'm like, you're not a sassy black woman, one. That's not... I know you're saying that you are, but you're not. <laughs> um, you are a white man. Yes. You still get privilege from being a white man, even though you are oppressed in different ways because you're gay. Also, I will, just like quick interjection, um, 
Let's be real, like, Elijah is straight passing. Oh, 100%. 100%. Before he got the tattoo. Before he got the t- But maybe even still with the tattoo. I, God only knows. But, you know, it's just, like, he's one of those people that you would look at it, you can even talk to him probably yeah. and not immediately like, assume yeah. his sexual orientation. Which, like, you shouldn't do, but people do it. No, so, you like, should that never happens. assume anyone's orientation. Just, like, PSA, don't do that. I'm not suggesting... That's, that's not what we're I'm saying. not suggesting you do that. Um, but... People make assumptions. No, and, and people are get violence perpetrated against them because people assume yes. things about them and because people can quote unquote tell things about them. Yeah, and he's come, like you, you couldn't. And if it like it's it's a joke with him on the internet. Like he yeah. tweets like screenshots of like the first thing on Google is like is Elijah Daniel gay? Because like people are like I don't know is he? Yeah, What's going on? and they went on Maury. Yes, which is just another. I don't understand why that was necessary. Uh, I, it's, it wasn't. No, it, that's... <laughs> really quick answer. That's true. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. Yeah. Um, so there's that. There's that. Yeah, they went on Maury, and it was like, Christine and Elijah are like a couple, and mm-hmm. it was like, is he cheating on Christine with Tana? Tana? Because, of course, Tana was there. Of course she had to be involved. Um, <laughs> that's her thing, being involved. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she was just, she was just there. Yeah. And, uh, then it was like, oh, no, he's not. He's gay. And then it was like, that's the joke. And you're like, that's the gag. Is this um, funny I, to anyone? It's just know. like the same tired jokes over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it's really not. And then, oh, actually, speaking of Christine, when she tweeted the other day about how she was upset because people oh, were calling her fat. Yes. And about how all of a sudden... Now she's upset about the Katy Perry yeah, video. Yeah, like, it's like in the Katy Perry video where, like, I was there and the whole thing, the whole joke was just because I was fat. And I was like, hmm, I remember specifically a video mm-hmm. after. Because Elijah tweeted about it when yeah. it happened and was like, I don't know if I'm just being, like, protective of my friend, but, yeah. like, it's kind of messed up that the whole joke was she's fat. Mm-hmm. And then, like, same day or maybe yeah. the next day. It was, like, a video of them both talking about it. And she was like, no. Like, I was along with it. Like, I thought it was funny, too. Yeah, like, I, was I wasn't... I didn't think it was, like, personal or no, anything. No, and it's, like, I'm and pretty like, sure, like, she... Like, not... Like, I'm not, like, a direct quote here, but it's just, like... She said something along the lines of, like, I'm comfortable... Yeah. Like, she was, like, kind that of like bother me. Like, I'm comfortable with, like, you know, like, my appearance or, like, my weight. And, like, so, like, that kind of, like, jokes, like, they don't bother me. We talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. Like, you can go back and listen to our episode mm-hmm. where we talk about this. And we, like, both Zoe and I found it, like, upsetting that it's, she was just used as this, like, fat prop. And, like, that's the joke. Just, yeah. It's upsetting because what we were talking about, too, when we were talking about A.D. Bryan is, like, mm-hmm. if you're given these kind of, like, roles and, like, you take them, it's kind of... It's insulting. Yeah. And it's just, like, maybe don't continue to, like, perpetuate all these tired stereotypes about fat people yeah like oh they're eating all the time hilarious you know who else eats every single person in the world living being um crazy yeah so back then she like uh christine was like in audit like it was funny to her like she was like oh my god like people are overreacting and then i don't know like a week or so ago she tweeted because I guess she, I guess she just you know was getting a lot of hate or you know it was just one of those days where it like was getting yeah. to her like wow I can't imagine having tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people tweeting at me about my appearance it would probably get to me too yeah. 
Um, but so she was tweeting about how like she was like upset because people were like commenting on her weight or something. Um, and then she made specific reference to the Katy Perry video and like mentioned how, how she it was like upsetting it, yeah. and how she didn't like it. And I'm like, why didn't you speak out against yeah, this, like, or like, speak out about it like at the time? At the time, that's what Logan and I were both talking about this like when it happened because like I screenshot and sent it to you, or you screen. I don't know. One of us screenshot it, sent it to and me. sent it to the other. No. And then we were both kind of like okay like not saying you have to be like a champion for everything no but like if something happens to you and you're in a position to like have a platform to talk about it why not be like hey this thing happened with it i went along with it because money and because sure exposure sure and because all those things but now i'm uncomfortable with it and i just want you to know like i don't agree with the stuff that's happening and the way i'm portrayed yeah. and like what it's saying about fat people and it makes me uncomfortable like you could have said it like very diplomatically without having to throw people under the bus being like Katy Perry's terrible like you don't have to do like, that she is we know that like but. that's a fact <laughs> but you don't have to say it we know yeah but like you didn't do that and now it's like I feel like there's a part of her fan base I guess that you could call it sure like there's a part of her fan base now that has taken that opportunity to be like oh she's comfortable with being used as a joke about like fatness so that's every response to her tweet's gonna be like, oh my god, is this a, is this Christine Sildelko? And it's like... Anytime it's like um, a fat, fat person, person with curly hair. Yeah. Like, it's like... Well, it's like <laughs> those people who, like, that, like, white kid who, like, has a black friend who thinks, like... Oh, and, like, they yeah. think it's not, like, they can say the N-word in front of them. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, I have a black friend, so, like, I can say and it. It's like, like, okay. It, it's not, like, an all-encompassing no. thing. Just it's because like, one person finds something not offensive doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that everyone. whole yeah. group of people will find yeah. it not offensive. And it's just, like, you had an opportunity to be, like, this makes me uncomfy. Yeah. And, like, you don't ha- like I said, you don't have to be, like, a champion for anything, but you can just be, like, yeah, this made me uncomfortable looking back, even. It could have been, like, a couple days later. Yeah. But you made a video and you're, like, no, I'm not phased by anything. That was funny when I inhaled the basketball. Like... And to me, it was just, like, her tweet there, like, a week ago where she was, you know sad because people are like commenting on her weight to me it was just like I don't, and this like might sound bad but it was just kind of like feel sorry for me it seemed people that way people were being mean to me and remember when I was in that video like that yeah. was mean it's like well you didn't say shit at the time and like yeah it it was mean but you made us like you made it clear by tweeting about it mm-hmm. by making a video about it by continuing to like promo the video that you did not have a problem with that. And it's, like, it's not like that video is even the only example of her kind of, like, joking about her weight. Oh, like, no. she's done it many times before, and, like, that's cool. Like, I'm glad, like, I joke about things that I'm also insecure about. It yeah. makes me deal with it better, I guess. But it's just, like, you can't constantly like, have this wall up and act like comments about this certain thing don't bother you and, like, make jokes about yeah. it. And you're like, no, like, that's fine. Like, nothing can faze me. And then all of a sudden be like... No, but it actually really offends really me does pe- because every it's just like well, way. it's like well, what you've been truth? joking about it for ages. So like when other that gives other people think that that gives them license to joke about it, it which doesn't. it doesn't. But, but also, it, it, but also yes, in a way because that's the internet because you haven't told them that it's not no. okay. Yeah, not that that would stop some people. No, people are it would terrible, But it's but, like. The thing is, like, people who do, like, love her and support her as, like, fans mm-hmm. now still think it's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Because she was like, yeah, it's fine. I'm unfazed. 
and relatable and quirky and all that (sighs) they're just a whole they're a big old mess and it's kind of like one of those things where it's like a train wreck like i just i keep following them yeah i can't unfollow them because i'm like what's gonna happen next it's just so wild yeah and he also elijah has another stupid tattoo donald trump sucking a dick on his leg yes i was like is it donald trump someone yeah um again if someone else had that tattoo that would stop them getting jobs or that's the thing it's moving just, up in life but because it's him and he's a quirky white internet personality he can just go along with life and yeah just, i don't know it's weird and i guess it's kind of just it's interesting to see where it goes because i mean like the internet as it exists now is like very new and like all of these like new kind of like careers that people yeah. are like finding or like creating out of the internet like no one's really done before so it's like these people could be really successful for the rest of their lives and never have to work a normal job and they can just like keep on like bouncing from like one like creative opportunity to another but it's just like also you don't know how sustainable this is because it is so new still so like what's to say that 10 15 years down the road you're not gonna have to get a job at like staples or something literally just like some like an office job even like oh i have to work at like a bank and like like, i'm not saying that you know place of employment should like um discriminate against tattoos they shouldn't but they do but they do and also if you have like a profane tattoo on your leg or you have a gay slur on your face i don't think most employers are going to be down for that just as like a general like if you couldn't if you couldn't wear a t-shirt with it to work you probably shouldn't tattoo it on your body. Yeah. I was reading an article, um, it was, like, a feature story on Adam Grand Mason, who, mm-hmm. like, Adam22 does No Jumper, um, and I've been listening to that podcast a lot, and, like, I'll get into my thoughts on that, like, another episode, because, like, I have, like, really conflicting okay. thoughts, but anyway, um, it was an interview with him, and he also has face tattoos, and he basically said in the interview, and again, I think this is, like, a lot of white privilege, but it was just, like, he didn't he never wanted to work a normal job and, like, be in, like, an office, like, nine to five every day or, like, do any of those, like, typical, like, you know, like, typical working jobs or anything like that. Like, he wanted to do something more creative. He wanted to work for himself. Like, he wanted to, like, whatever. He wanted to do his own thing. And so he basically was just, like, I'm gonna get face tattoos so I'll never get hired by... Yeah, yeah, I know your face. He was, like, it was basically, like, I'm gonna get face tattoos so that, like, I have no choice but to, like... in the Caucasian hell? Exactly. (laughs) It was, like, I'm gonna get it, so I basically have no choice but to either succeed at what I want to do, or I'm never gonna get, like, a, a quote-unquote, normal job. You know what that sounds like to me? (laughs) It sounds like a good thing you came up with after the fact. (laughs) Like, like, no, sir. You just got face tattoos, and now you're successful, and you're like, yeah, I didn't because I knew... I wanted to force myself to... That I was gonna be somebody. Like, that's... Okay. Sure, Jan. Like... But I was, like, reading that, and I'm like, okay, that's great. Like, white privilege. Also, like... And, I mean, like, I've, like, been reading up, like, a lot on him, and, like, I've, like, listened to, like, anyway, I know a lot about him now that I didn't know, like, a week or so ago, but, again, it just comes, like, from a certain place of privilege to, like, make this crazy decision that, like, will really alter your entire life, your entire life, but knowing that you can, A, fall back on your whiteness, and B, fall back on, like, I don't know, money, because, like, it sounds like 
you know, I don't think he was, like, super wealthy growing up or anything like that, but it sounds like he had, like, relatively supportive parents. Yeah, and, like, no, because, like, I don't think anyone would make a decision that drastic about their life and their career mm -hmm. if they didn't have money to fall back on. Yeah. Like, I just don't think that's realistic. So. I don't think so either. <laughs> I mean, like, what do I know? I'm, I'm like, getting angry. <laughs> like, no, Logan, that's not real. Like, you're the one who said it. I, yeah, no, it was me, actually. It was. Uh, Logan is the host of a uh, <laughs> new podcast. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Logan22. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of No Jumper podcasts yeah. right now. Um, and yeah, I have, like, conflicting feelings on it. Because, like, on one hand, I actually really do like Adam as a host. And mm -hmm. I think he he actually is, like, very intelligent and well-spoken. I think he is a really good podcast host and, like, a good interviewer. But then, like, some of the shit he says, I'm just like... Yikes. Like, he just... And I think part of it is, like, this, like, persona mm. that he, like, puts on because, like, he... It's, like... <laughs> I just got a shiver. Sorry. Because <laughs> he does, like, this, like, rap podcast, and he, like, runs, like, a BMX store. So I think, like, part of it is, like, this persona. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, part of this, like, this persona, but then also I'm just, like... Does he have a no regrets tattoo? Uh, I don't like know, but, like, his, like, full body's, like, covered in tats. Like, it's insane. I'm just, like, whoa. That's a lot. A bold That's move. a commitment. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's, like, a good podcast, but it's also just, like... Like, I was telling Zoe, I was listening to an episode, like, a week or so ago, and they were interviewing um, a porn star named Riley Reed, and at one point, she just, like, drops the N-word. Like, she's white, by the way, yeah. maybe I should have prefaced that. Just drops the N-word, and one of the interviewers on the show, Little House Phone, who is black, just, like, no one was really phased by it, and, like, he thought it was, like, cool that she felt so comfortable saying the N-word, and I was like, uh, no. I mean, sure... That was, like, less of, like, an Adam thing and more yeah. just, like, a pot. I was like, really? <laughs> Are we cool with this? This isn't right. But it's just, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, weird. I, some good interviews, but then also it's just, like, I feel like just, like, casual, like, misogyny. Oh, I'm nice. kind of, like, not down for it. It's just, I don't know. It's, like, weird. I really don't have, like, fully formed thoughts yeah. on it. But, Yeah. The reason I because I've been watching a lot of Lena the Plus. That's videos, what I was gonna say. I was like, wait, is that the yeah. and she, her, and Adam are dating? But again, like she's friends with Elijah and Christine, and so it's, it's like all... everything comes full circle. This is like why everything is related. This is the mind map. That My Logan mind map. Is visualizing. I'm just creating it. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot going on in that whole like circle of people that I'm like a lot of what you do is like contradictory to what you call out other people yes. for. Like, you're doing the same thing. Um, like, they always, like, when they were on Vine and not on anything else, mm -hmm. their whole, like, how they rose to fame, <laughs> if you will, was making fun of MagCon. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, the MagCon boys. And it's interesting now that they are part of the At Pack. Oh, yeah. And will be touring, I think. They're Is that a thing? some shit. There, there's, like, a plan for them to tour. There has to be. No, yeah. They're, like, the At Pack. So, MagCon. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're gonna charge people for tickets to meet you. No, and that's the exact... Okay, and so, somebody tweeted Elijah, because he has a music video coming out next week. Somebody tweeted him, and they're like, oh, it's funny, like, you use the same cars that Team 10 used yeah. in the It's Every it's Day. It's Team 10, bitch. Who the hell, who the hell are flipping, flipping you? you? 
Um, but in Elijah's video, they're using the same cars that are Where used. Where the doors open. With the freaking dumbass, like, are those suicide doors? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know cars. Um, same cars in both videos. And somebody's like, oh, it's, like, funny that you're using both cars. And Elijah was basically like, it's irony. And you're like, sure. He's it's just irony. like, we're doing it to be funny. Like, we're making fun of them. And I'm like, no, no you're, you're just not. becoming them. Yeah, no, that's all it is. It's but you're like, no, it's different. It's different because we're being because satirical. Because we make, like, political commentary sometimes. Like, it's like you're doing It's funny because I have a, pr- a, a tattoo of Donald, Donald Trump, Trump sucking a dick on my leg. That's you're why like, it's funny. You're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sure. It's uh, just all such a mess. And, like, it is. They're just messy Mondays, everyone. All day, every day. <laughs> and they're just, like, everyone is so interconnected. It's, like, Elijah and Christine and Tana and Chris Clemens and Lena and Adam and, and all of Tana's friends. Yeah. And it's just, like, everyone is so intertwined. So it's, like, even if you just want to watch, like, one of them you or, can. like, follow one of them, like, you're gonna, you're gonna see everyone. You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... Fuck your chicken <laughs> strips. <laughs> Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> oh. I'm just so overwhelmed. No, it's just really, it's embarrassing at this point. Like, it there's is. no really, it's like, you're being <laughs> noticeably white. Noticeably um, white. And this is coming from two white people, very, okay? Very, very white So I'm sure, people. like, some people listening to this are like, whatever, they're white, like, they don't have a leg to stand on. No, but we also, don't. like, <laughs> I know what it, like, I know what embarrassingly white looks like. Yeah, because I am. Because I've embodied that <laughs> at various points in my life. And seeing these white children yeah. run around and they just making have, more money than I'll, I'll ever see that in is my the entire most life. Annoying thing is that they have more money than yeah. you and I combined will ever have ever. or ever know. And it's just like they just shouldn't have it. No. It's like it's just like these like little kids running around it's and they're like, I have more money than I know what to do with. So like I'm just gonna do all this stupid shit with it. Buy a pink chrome money gun and just yeah, that was the thing. That they, was the thing. They, they rented did. out um, Elton John's mansion for their manager's or yeah, their manager or agent's birthday. Cool. Yeah, just because you know. Oh, and he has a song coming out now called, called Elton, Elton John. John too. He's gonna have a eight an eight track album that's coming out. I don't know if you saw his tweet about that. Just what he needs: more money. <laughs> and it's just like so. Tana's song Hefner is funny, and like I'm not saying it's like actually like a good rap song or anything i just like i think it's like catchy like it's catchy i listened to it probably like 87 times um i've heard like little snippets of elijah's songs and sure they sound catchy also but it's just like this kind of and again like i don't have a leg to stand on talking about rap i'm very white but i just know (laughs) what i personally like um and it's just very much that like repetitive like let's say the same thing 18 times like did you hear a snippet of elton john where it's just like Elton John feel like like he just says yeah Elton no John he's like, like Elton times. John also Elton John did I mention something Elton, Elton John Elton John love and then, that guy same with the Dada song it's just like Dada 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 and it's been stuck in my head because also it's just... I hate that <laughs> let me just say that also just Dada 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 not even Deadass like at least like, use the full version just say Deadass Dada, 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 dada. But it's just like I don't know. It's just like this really like repetitive rap that I just don't care for. No, I don't like. But it. I these people don't care what I think. So they don't. This is all irrelevant. <laughs> They'll never know we said this. The first half an hour of this podcast completely irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> just skip over. <laughs> these are just our thoughts and feelings. Oh, so many thoughts and feelings. 
also messy hmm. lena dunham yes okay uh queen of messy i have the thing screenshotted perfect i added it to my uh phone notes when it happened and then when you sent me your notes today yeah. I was like we're on the same page yeah so I mean like I don't like talking about Lena Dunham because no. I don't respect her as a person at and all I'm, and I'm not even a little bit 100% genuine yeah, no, when I say that not even joking not a wee bit of a Just joke it's not so, ironic <laughs> let's for a little refresher back in August of this year Lena Dunham tweeted things women do things with it wow love when i can speak and read (laughs) she tweeted things women do lie about what they ate for lunch things women don't lie about rape yeah so she tweeted that a few months ago yeah and then more recently within the last week or so um yeah do you want to take it away you got it i have it here one of the uh writers from girls girls was like accused of sexual assault um During the windfall of deeply necessary accusations over the last few months in Hollywood, we have been thrilled to see so many women's voices heard and dark experiences in this industry justified. It's a hugely important time of change, and like every feminist in Hollywood and beyond, we celebrate. Really? You're celebrating sexual- like, that seems like a weird word to use. Yeah. But sure. But during every time of change- There are also incidences of the culture in its enthusiasm and zeal taking down the wrong targets. We believe, having worked closely with him for more than half a decade, that this is the case with Murray Miller. While our first... (laughs) This is the line that bothers me so much. While our first instinct is to listen to every woman's story, our insider knowledge of Murray's situation makes us confident that sadly this accusation is one of the 3% uh-huh. of assault cases that are misreported every year. It is a true shame to add to that number as outside of Hollywood women still struggle to be believed. We stand by Murray and this is all we'll be saying about the issue. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um I like that the statement was basically like, yeah, yeah, it's important to listen to survivors, but not this one. Yeah, well, <laughs> she's wrong. So the article that I was reading about it is from the Lily, and they like included some tweets from people reacting to this. And one of um, the people that they included, her name is Yvette Dion, and her um, Twitter handle is Free Black Girl. And she tweeted, Lena, er, Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor have spent so much time boasting about their feminist political commitments, yet all of their feminist righteousness goes out the window as soon as their friend is accused. White women are an absolute trip. (laughs) Literally, though, like, I'm... And my favorite part about all of this was when her... She tweeted her, like, apology for existing that she has to tweet every couple of months. Yeah. Um, She just has a few rotations. Yeah, she just has them, like, ready to go. Just changes the keywords. (laughs) Literally, I think that's what happens. Yeah. But she was like, I, I I thought it was a time... Like, what did she say about, like, she mistook an opportunity for her to, like, say she, like... Oh, um, something like, oh, I foolishly thought my opinion mattered. I now understand like that. that it was absolutely the wrong time to come forward with such a statement, and yeah. I am so sorry. Like, yeah, no one cares about what you have to say. No. I'm sorry. And but... that's, like, what the article said. They're like, you can't pick and choose whether to believe survivors based on whether or not the person being accused is your friend. Because... Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's just extremely damaging and dangerous yeah. to do that. And it's just, like... You still have, like, people who maybe weren't 
swept away with the first wave of Lena Dunham's trash. You know that yeah. first, like, yeah. oh, she said this? Yeah. And then they all left. The people are still like, oh my god, but I love girls. Like, oh my god, I love her. What an icon. Those people are like, wow, can't believe she would do something like this. That's so out of character. And everyone else is like, you sure? Like, when she said she wished she had had to have an abortion at some point in her life. She wanted to have an she, abortion. Um, she molested her sister. Molested her sister. Didn't she also out her sister? Yeah, she outed her sister. She, didn't she wish she was gay She's, at one yeah, point? Yeah, she said she wished she was gay. Um, just things like, maybe don't say those things. I just... And the thing that was really funny to me is because there was one person in particular, um, and I have it here. What's her name? something anyway but she like released this big long statement about why she's not gonna write for Lenny letter anymore yeah which is the newsletter that Lena Dunham puts out with like other people but I'm just like why is it that this is what it took for you to not associate with her because she's been trash been trash like this is not new like yes this is just the latest that's why relating to another thing we're gonna talk about but that's what they were saying in like this article here hold on it was like um that perhaps the tide is turning more likely it's that it's good marketing now to be seen as woke and bad marketing to be seen as willfully like willfully Mm. slut shaming it says in this one because it's about something else but like it's just because people are paying more attention now than they were a a little while ago deadass admitted in her book in writing to molesting her sister (laughs) Like, actually, though. Like, to me, like, and I was, like, already... pass that off as a quirky story. Like, you know when you just molest your sister? Like, haha. Like, growing up. And I know, like, there were a lot of people, including myself, who, like, even before that comment were kind of like, okay, like, she's trash. Like, she's, like, the epitome of white feminist. Yeah. Like, whatever. And then she said that and, like, you know, got some people up in arms. But there were still so many people that were like, oh, my God, feminist icon. And you're like, but did you miss the part where she wrote about molesting her sister and i'm like she's just done so many problematic things oh and then that one time where she was like complaining because that one guy like apparently like didn't pay attention to her whatever event that was and everyone's like lena they don't owe you their time and attention no one has to say hi to you no one has to smile at you not it wasn't even just like oh wow i had this rude encounter with this person it was like a, I could tell that he didn't want to sleep with me. And like, it was, this is the thing. Everything, not, go, everything goes back to the fact that, oh, she's a little chunky. chunky. And, oh, she's not classically attractive. No, you're a fucking ugly ass troll. But that's internal. That's because it's seeping from the inside <laughs> out, you dumb bitch. L- literally, it's just, it's outstanding to me. She just that has. People still support this woman. I, she is trash literal garbage as a person. Pierce Morgan, garbage <laughs> one. Lena Dunham, garbage two. Throw them out. <laughs> just get it over Take with. Take away, I boys. I just... Garbage. Garbage no. woman. Utter trash. Um, she just has, like, this complex because, like, she's not super thin and super pretty. And it's, like... Oh, and it's, like, honestly... Bitch, no, me too. Like, no. <laughs> Another like, vibe. It's, like, honestly, no one cares about that until you bring it up constantly. I just... But it's, like, she has to make it a thing. And it was a thing, too. Was, like, I don't remember what it said. I tried to forget, forget it. everything she says me, immediately. Yeah. But, um... 
the way she worded it, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. was very much playing into, like, stereotypes about black men. Yeah, and, no, like, it was. sexuality. It was. And it was like, oh, cool, we're doing this, Lena? Like... No, it was very much like, oh, he's a black guy, I'm a white girl, and he wasn't all over me. Yeah, it's like, um, no, he wasn't, because you're a trash human being. He wasn't. And if I was sitting beside you, I would not acknowledge you either. And it's just like, he's not, like... No one owes you their attention. Literally, he just he just came to watch whatever you were watching, and like, he was not like, oh, I hope Lena's there so I can ignore her. And it was like one of those <laughs> things. Like it wasn't like he even, from the sounds of it, like it wasn't even like he like snubbed her. It wasn't like she was no. like, oh my god, hi. And he was like, it was just that bitch. they sat beside each other, and he didn't. He just didn't make an effort yeah. to like. Talk oh, to a her. stranger didn't Whoa. didn't pay you any attention. How weird. Call the police. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling, calling the cops. My phone is backwards. <laughs> I'm phoning the podcast. <laughs> oh. She's honestly such trash. Um, I really question anybody who bought her book. Oh, who continues God. to stan her. Oh, my God. I know. Anybody who works on Lenny Letter. Like, there are people that, like... I know, like, I know, like, Emily Ratajkowski's, like, written for Lenny Letter yeah. before, and it's like, I like her, I think she's cool, I think she's, like, really pretty, and, like, whatever, now she has a swimsuit line, good for you, girl. Um, <laughs> but it's like, there are people who, like, tout themselves as, like, being, like, feminists and yeah. stuff like that, but it's like, they still associate Lena Dunham, and I'm like... It's the same thing, like, when we were talking about, like, the Harvey Weinstein thing and yeah. all the preceding things that happened after mm-hmm. that, but, um, it's, like, people who will go up and be like, women deserve to be heard! Accept this woman because it's my friend in this situation. It's the same thing with, like, Lena Dunham, yeah. too. It's like, oh, yeah, like, oh, this person's not very good at feminism. Um, But Lena Dunham, icon, right? Even though she's done all this stuff to just be trash in every other way. It's like, just because you know them and you have some kind of personal relationship with them doesn't excuse everything that they've done bad in their entire exactly. life. Exactly. Like, and I think that is also talked about in that yeah. article. Um, which we will get to once we get through more white nonsense. Um, this is also white nonsense. I know, that's why I was saying at the beginning of the show, it's like, everything in this episode is white nonsense. It including is. us. Including us. We like, are white nonsense. Honestly, we are. We recognize that. Um, but I also know that I'm white nonsense, yeah. and I try not to take up spaces, um, otherwise... Free of white nonsense? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. No, um, it's just like there's a difference between being like you're not putting yourself up as like a feminist icon God, and like an no. icon of social justice in itself. No, um, I don't know anything about social justice. I didn't go to school for social work. <laughs> um, I just want to make that really clear because I don't know. People just seem to like to point out to me occasionally you didn't go to school that I didn't work. go to school for social work, and it's true, I didn't. You didn't. Um, Did you know that? I, I'd love it if somebody could mention it to me a couple more times. Um, <laughs> just saying. But no, so I, I like to think that I know a fair bit about she social knows justice. She a thing about a thing. I'm relatively woke, if you will. <laughs> I'm vomiting. But, like, me too. But honestly, I'm not perfect. I, like... Nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love being a vocalist. Wow. <laughs> Miley Cyrus is shook. Um, anyway, yes, I'm just saying, like, 
both Zoe and I are not perfect, but we no. also don't hold ourselves up to these, like, standards and, like, we're a feminist icon. No, and we don't have, like, a ridiculous platform of people looking up to us as exactly. feminist icons. Exactly. But, hey, follow the podcast. <laughs> Look up to us as Build up icons. our platform. Um, Let us disappoint you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's exactly it. So yeah, Lena, uh, Lena Dunham is trash, trash but uh, trash, trash, smart trash. people already knew that. Yeah. So... Uh, if oh. you didn't know, now you know. Just play up. <laughs> play up. Oh my god, Maddie B. Oh. Love of my life. The other white nonsense that I wanted to talk about real quick um, is Post Malone. Okay. Who is Interesting. Someone, someone that arguably I don't know a ton about. Yeah. I just know what he looks like. I know what he looks like. Because I sent you a picture that yeah, month. Or I and showed I you a picture. I was upset. Um, yes. Also, speaking of face tattoos, I think he has one. Probably. Um, Post Malone is, from what I understand a rapper <laughs> yes i would um, say so i think he is in that genre i think so the hip-hop rap genre um i again i don't know a lot about him i know he's white i know he's ugly <laughs> so mean. i know that he's white i know that he's ugly. okay no i me just... talking about me <laughs> i know that i'm white I know that I'm ugly <laughs> okay no i have to show you a picture when we finish this okay because i saw it when i was looking something up and i was like Yikes. Because <laughs> you know how sometimes he has bangs? <laughs> oh. No, I didn't. Okay. So, um, I'm reading this article from The Fader. Uh, I heard about this, but I actually wanted to get, like, more information. So, anyways, um, Post Malone was criticized on the internet this week because he made comments in a recent interview, um, and he was basically like, dismissing the emotional range of hip-hop as a genre, oh. which is a bold thing to say, considering it's the genre that you, you. are a part of, arguably. Okay. Um, he said, if you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking- I am looking to always, cry. Actually, I don't need to look. It just I, happens naturally. It's there. Uh, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip hop. Uh, whenever I want to sit down and have a nice cry, I'll listen to some Bob Dylan. Yeah. My eyes fell out. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Um, so, just several problems that spring spring up right away. Just, first of all, Bob Dylan sounds like a dying cat. True. No shade. (laughs) (laughs) Alti. No shade. (laughs) That's the most shady thing in the world. No shade. None. He's terrible in every way and I hate everything he's ever done, but no shade. No, I would say that to his face. (laughs) Get your coins, sis. Oh, Bob Dylan, if you were listening to this podcast. Get your coins, I hate you, but good for you. You are respected by a lot of people, including Post Malone. So congrats. (laughs) You've made it. I feel like I'm being really mean this episode. We're in a weird mood. It's just reached. Um, Okay, so A, he likes Bob Dylan. Questionable. B, He's basically, like, completely saying that hip-hop is not, like, a legitimate... Legitimate? Le- <laughs> I have an accent today! Oh. Basically saying that it's Violent. not a legitimate genre and that it has no meaning or depth yeah. to it. Okay. Wild. I don't know a lot about things in general. I don't know about a lot about a lot, but... Exactly. But, like, like hip-hop and rap came out of like jazz and like things that are very emotional and just like moving around a lot. So I was like, but like just move around a lot. I'm just 
just trying to like formulate a sentence no, and I sometimes I have to like interpretive dance yeah. to do that. No, understand. But um like rap especially like early rap was like about people's living situation and the way things were in their communities and, and like injustice against uh, black people, yeah. perhaps. So interesting, white dude. <laughs> For yeah. you to make such claims, I, it's it's bold. It's yeah. really bold. Um, I I think it's always just bold of white rappers to do anything. <laughs> Their existence is bold. It's a bold choice. Um, but to then, it, well, it's kind of like when Miley was just like she completely, oh, yeah, was like, oh no, my hip hop weed oh, made me crazy. <laughs> I was basically just using it to profit and, yeah. you know, it was popular. Um, so this was, so he set, made these comments. People took offense to it and yeah. were like, how dare you um, basically like talk down on like a community yeah. that you're a part of and profiting from. And also not a part of. And, and also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a part like, of, but not a part of. Technically a part of. It's like you're making the music, yeah. but also no one wants you to. <laughs> But that's all for you. But, you know, go listen to some Bob Dylan. Cry about it. It's fine. Um, so he then went on to say, once people were giving him flack for it, he's like, um, what I was trying to say is that a lot of people, except for a handful of artists, are saying the same shit. They're not saying anything super meaningful. Then he says, I'm 22 years old. I've not had all the life experiences in the world to talk about the most meaningful shit. I just think about what I've gone through, what's going on in my life, and what I want to sing about. Never once did I say I don't appreciate hip-hop. I'm just trying to keep living and make the music that I love. And then, this is the last line of the article, oh. and the piece de resistance, in my humble okay. opinion, is this little little note from the author. Post Malone's new album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, is out December 1st. That seems really so, emotional to so me. So what do you want to say about, um, you know, hip-hop and like, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's not emotional because you're not, you're making <laughs> albums and Bentley. titled that, okay? Wow. Just because you are not making yeah, music that has a story or emotions or a purpose or talent <laughs> or anything or good any about it. vital components. Just because you... Mr. Malone are not doing that. <laughs> Mr. Malone. <laughs> Does not mean that other people are not doing that. You can go write about beer bongs and Bentleys all you want because you're acting like a little frat boy. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Heated. Um, but uh, anyway. Yeah. White nonsense. I get back at it again. <laughs> oh, I just I. Oh saw that i'd seen oh my god wait our episode is just gonna be white nonsense because there's yeah. this and we also have the american finale horror, american story. horror story wow yes we're Love just it. killing it um yeah i just wanted to talk about that because i'd seen people discussing it earlier yeah. in the week and i was like "Ooh, Let's what did <laughs> what did he do um like i said i know nothing about him i don't think i've ever heard any of his songs but i will be sure to check out beer bongs and bentley's next month no when it drops <laughs> no I won't. I won't be doing. That. Uh, next thing on the white, white nonsense, nonsense docket. Um, it's in what? What? Where is this article from? Medium. <laughs> it's from Medium. I'm good. Almost uh, Sophie Benjamin wrote this article called "How Mid 2000s Emo Groomed Underage Girls and Poisoned Teen Boys." Ooh. And we're like, kill yeah. it, Sophie. <laughs> 
kill right, it. Right, Sophie? Yeah, I did check. I was like, okay. is that right? I don't know. <laughs> like, Sophie's out there. Kill it. Sophie's choice. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening in this episode? I don't know. We've lost our minds. Okay. So, basically, it's just talking about how all these, like, recently... Jesse, what's his face? Jesse Lacey, Lacey from Brand New. From Brand New was accused of sexual assault and there's like a lot of evidence of him asking underage girls to send him nudes. Gross. Uh, which is not cool, not okay in any way. Not legal. And no. <laughs> and um, it's just basically talking about at the same time all of his lyrics were like super misogynistic and being like I'm gonna kill my girlfriend because she went to school without me. It's just like very indicative of who he is as a person. Yeah and like while this was all happening like apparently there's also a song that where he's like singing about plying women with alcohol and then like taking advantage of them in a car and like at the same time all of this stuff was going on he was like pressuring teenage girls into sending him pictures. You know, life like, is really imitating art. That's really like, hmm, it's almost as if these things are connected in some way. Mm. Strange. Mm. Tell me more about how pop punk <laughs> sucks. <laughs> um, she also mentions an article, which I should find somewhere because it <laughs> sounds good. But, um, 2003, Jessica Hopper wrote an essay called Emo Where the Girls Aren't. She wrote that in 2003? Yeah. Girl, she was ahead of her time. Um, And it was about the misogyny of emo in a wider context within rock music, a genre that has long and proud history of outright misogyny and contempt for women. She wrote this in 2003. 2003. This is the essay she's talking about. I'm going to find that later. It sounds, it sounds really good, but she was talking about how she, like, got into, like, underground, like, punk music and by listening to Riot Girl, Mm -hmm. like, super feminist thing. Yeah. And she was talking about how, like, the, like, stark difference Mm -hmm. between emo music in the 2000s and, like, the kind of, like, underground punk that she was listening to and, like, the scene that she was in. Yeah. And how, like, she was worried not for her and her friends because they they grew up with a different mm-hmm. like vision of women in music and in underground music and sure. like emo and stuff like that. But like teen girls going to see like emo shows and all these things and just listening to like people they're idolizing just be like, You're wearing too much makeup, you're a slut. Like that kind of, <laughs> that's my emo that's song. My favorite song. Because, <laughs> um, like, yeah, that was what they were Yeah. That's, like, every song. They were, like, they talked about Fall Out Boy, too. And it's, like, I love Fall Out Boy. And that was my, I have a sweatband that says Fall Out Boy, don't I? Whole other story. (laughs) But, like, I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in a song song. lyric. And then, like, I only want sympathy in the form of you crawling into bed with me. Yeah. Like, those aren't exactly No, it's true. (laughs) Lyrics about women. Yeah, it's, like, one of those things, like, I don't know, I, yeah, it, they're not. Yeah. And I feel like I've kind of, I don't know, I guess I've kind of, like, on a certain level, like, realized that. Yeah, but also been like, no, but it's catchy. Like, that's the thing, and that's, like, the same thing I kind of tell myself, like, when I listen yeah. to rap music, because, like, a lot of, like, heavily misogynistic lyrics, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, <laughs> but it's a banger. <laughs> it's like, I know it's bad, but. but. I like it. This is the part, though, of this article that I was just, like, Yes. Get it, Sophie. She was like, 
Since the turn of the millennium, a generation of angsty young men have been influenced by Jesse Lacey and his contemporaries. They've seen him write self-pitying songs about how sad he is and idolized him for it. So sensitive, so tortured, not like the jocks. He and boys like him won't hurt you like the others. That's the thing that it's like, it's become like, oh, like sad boys. Like they're like... (laughs) They're like, oh, we're, like, not like other guys. We're, like, feminist. Nah, Matt McGorry. Have, um, like, that whole... I feel like we... I bring up <laughs> Matt McGorry a lot. You secretly like him, him so much. So much. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Matt McGorry. But, um, like, it's like, oh, we're safe. We're not, yeah. like, the toxic masculinity that you know. That's the thing. That's, like, jocks and, like, oh, like footballer like like that's the thing date like, rape because like, that's the thing i feel like you always get like growing up like as a young woman you always get warned about like yeah. jocks you're just like oh like my mom has said this to me before yeah. like when i was going into university yeah. she's just like careful careful yeah like then i whatever <laughs> and then i did the exact opposite <laughs> wasn't careful um but it's just like it's like you're taught to like you know be wary of them and it's like every yeah. like teenage show perpetuates the stereotype that it's always the jocks that mm-hmm. are gonna get you like they're gonna drug and you that makes what like the emo like sad boy generation of people that makes them so much more dangerous yes. because it's not expected like this guy's my friend this guy is an artist he's a tortured soul like he he wouldn't do something like that like mm. and it's yeah he would because it's and yeah but it's like no one's gonna expect no. it no one's gonna and see it's it coming like, um this is what Jesse Lacey's legacy will be modeling behavior to a generation of teen boys that think it's okay to treat women with contempt if you're in a band. It's even more okay because you're a tortured artist and the pain and suffering of these women is in the service of art. That's the thing. It's just like, oh, it doesn't even matter. Just make a good song. Yeah, it's annoying. It's just gross and... Oh, they were also talking about how, like, there's all these cases. I think it was, like, again, Australian emo band called The Getaway Plan in the mid-2000s. Their manager raped 55 underage girls by saying 55 he's he was sentenced for sentenced to 16 years in prison she and will sentenced be to yeah. at least 55 years in prison yeah, and will sure. be registered as a sex offender for the rest of his life um so he was like getting these girls into like a comfortable like oh like you know me like i manage your favorite band mm. and like we're all sensitive artists and like oh i'll introduce you to them and stuff like that and the uh what's it sophie made a point in the article that i was like yeah and that's it's so scary but it's just like these men in these like the scene are going for they're not looking for like women no like it's not an assault on women it's assault on teen girls because they know that grown women are not gonna fall for the same kind of like, ooh, I'm, like, sensitive and soft and I'm an artist and I'll write a song about you and I play guitar. Like, they're not going to fall for that same kind of thing. But, like, as a teenager, yeah. You're like, oh, my God, he's beautiful. Like, you he's don't an have artist. The, yeah, you don't have the life experience that no. teaches you to be, like, you know, run screaming in the opposite direction. Yeah. But it's yeah. like the meme where it's like he's in a band and yeah. it's like when me you're at 17, 17, it's like she has like the heart bell and yeah. she looks like starry eyed, and then it's like he's in a band, it's like me at 23, and she's like, like, Ugh. <laughs> like that's actually what it is. But that's, that's so, so scary because that's what. Well, I just think it's like, a purposeful thing. I just think about like you and I went to like 
quite a few concerts when we were growing mm. up. We weren't, like, involved in, like, the emo scene. But it's, like, we went to concerts of guys who were considerably older than us at the time. And I'm just thinking, like, I would have been very easy to take advantage of at that yeah. age. No, 100%. Like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. And so it's just, it's, it's so scary. scary. And it's, like, in this situation, it's just, like, if you look even at, like, bands that are not, like, technically emo bands. Sure. Like, Five Seconds of Summer. They wish. Pop punk icons. <coughs> um, if you look at bands like that and you look at their following, who would literally forgive anything they've ever done in their entire life. Fantastic. Like, the amount, like, that they could be taken advantage of by everyone in that band. Yeah. Everyone has anything to do with that band is overwhelming. It's, yeah, no, it's really scary. Yeah. And they were saying, what, what did she say here? That, um, oh, that, like, all the stuff that's happening now because of, like, Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, where you can, like, take all this evidence and keep yeah. it in case, like, you're like, oh, yeah, like, this person tried to, like, get nudes from me when I was 14, Ugh. and, like, here's all the evidence of that happening. Like, she's like, I can't imagine what it was like in, like, 2000s when it was like MySpace and she's oh. like is it now just because we have all this stuff and like people are standing up to it because it's good to be seen as like oh we're not like that mm -hmm. we're like good guys mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that more of it's coming out uh-huh or like what was it like on MySpace like I, what kind of what disgusting stuff happened there Yikes. That was, yeah, that was that article. It's very good. Yeah, it's really good. I recommend reading it. I want to go read the one by Jessica Hopper. Was that her name? Yeah, it was Hopper, yeah. Hopper, for sure. For, for sure for Hopper. For sure Hopper. Yeah, Jessica Hopper. Yeah, no, that one say. sounds like a really good that. read. Um, yeah, everyone's gross. <laughs> I say that a lot. Yeah, no, men are terrible. They will always disappoint you. Speaking of terrible men, American Horror Story. <laughs> Mm, Do you want to yes. get into that? So last week was the finale of American Horror Story, and wow, we are so sad that it is over. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with uh, less enthusiasm. Oh, whatever will we do now? Where is it? Oh, oh, whoa. It's a long one. Whoa. Did we actually um, have that much stuff to talk yeah. about? Okay. Let me read as we do the point forms, sure. and then we'll get into it. So we have suddenly in prison. <laughs> Show me them biker titties, in quotes. <gasps> I don't remember that. My sweet boy. Do you remember that? <laughs> not really. Um, guy who looks like Jake Paul. That I remember. This is not a gang. This is an army. <laughs> <laughs> I was sold out by a filthy rat. <laughs> Finding a thousand pregnant women is hard. Night of thousand tates is off. Night of a hundred tates is on. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Truth, blood, and amniotic fluid. Mm -hmm. I would have killed you and got a cheeseburger after. <laughs> Your sister never betrayed you. It was Speedwagon all this time. All this time. Hoorah, divine rumor. <laughs> Fortify yourself with some vitamin A. <laughs> FBI raid. I never wanted to be an icon. <laughs> Us. <laughs> Cutting, this is as he's cutting someone's face off. It was your idea to cut his face off. Why don't you help? You clearly know your way around deli meats. I struggle with food choices. You can, oh, this is the best. These two are the best of the entire season. Oh, God. It was a point that we were both like, Ugh. Like, we knew it was coming, but when it was there, we were like, oh, really? You can call me a snowflake. But I'm one in a billion, and together we make a goddamn blizzard. Yes. And 
There's one thing more dangerous than a humiliated man. A, a nasty, nasty woman! <laughs> so, uh, American Horror Story's over. What a shame. It sucked. <laughs> it was really bad. This is the second full season that I've watched, and it's the worst. Yep. It's... I've watched every season except Hotel, because I watched the first episode and then just, like, forgot yeah, that it was a gave thing. gave up with it. Um... I just didn't... Uh, Whatever. Uh, I don't think I missed much. Probably not. Um, but this one is by far the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, we talk about it all the time. We talk about American Horror Story, about Ryan Murphy not having a plot. Yeah. But this time, he really didn't have a plot. It's not so much that he doesn't have a plot. It's just that he, he has, has too, too many. many. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have, like, a clear, this is what we're doing here. No. It's like most... I, most shows will have either, like, one main plot that gets worked through, yeah, you know, throughout the season, yeah. or if, you know, each character might have their own subplot. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Or it'll be, like, little, like, everything connects in some yes. way that will come to, like, fruition mm -hmm. at the end, and you'll be like, oh, wow, this it whole time. makes sense. When Bruce Willis was dead at the end of Sixth Sense. Sense. Um, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. But no, Ryan Murphy likes to follow a completely different format for his TV shows, which is just try to cram as much in as possible. It doesn't even have to be good content. Just kind of like this podcast. <laughs> Very much like this podcast, some might say. Doesn't have to be good. Doesn't have to make sense. It's better if it doesn't. Um, Ideal. Doesn't have to be wrapped up. No. We can loose ends. You know what? Let's introduce a new plot at the end. Yeah. And end that plot. Let's, like, well, like, this is what happened. Oh, it's over at the end. Yeah. I wrapped it up. Let's introduce a character named RJ, perhaps. RJ. And just kill him in the same episode that he's introduced. That's a thing that he did. Why not? But when you introduce him, just act like he's been there for the entire yeah, time. Yeah, that's RJ. You don't remember him? It you was very, idiot. He was barely, barely... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, me too. Very anti. Very anti. Um, like, yeah, it it was a mess. It um, was so bad. At the end, it was just, like, the last three episodes, I guess, were just, like, Charles Manson. Yeah. Like, that was what the, like, the season was about. It was like, and, no. and then he died. Then he died. I think it's because of American Horror Story. I texted this to Zoe, but I was like, well, he just, he was waiting to see himself portrayed by Evan and Peters. He's like, I'm out. And then he was able to die peacefully. It's, uh. Not that we want him to die peacefully. No. He's a terrible human He's being. The and worst. he deserves to have been dead uh, a long time a ago. There's a person that I have seen every time I've been at the Toronto Public Reference Oh my god! Who looks like Charles Manson. He has a cross tattoo. Elijah Daniel who? who? <laughs> on his forehead. And he has the same, like, unkempt, appearance. <laughs> shaggy appearance. Oh my god. And I'm like, sir, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, just all in all, not a good season. Bad, bad, uh, not good. Not sure what we were expecting <laughs> but somehow i was still expecting it was worse. more <laughs> yeah you know it was worse than i thought it was gonna be yes definitely yeah um the fact that they ended the entire show with a nasty woman was, it was uh, um i'll say it, it was triggering it was <laughs> it was as a snowflake not <laughs> in a goddamn blizzard i uh i felt personally triggered by it it was a lot yeah um also, the end, we didn't write it down, but I'm having flashbacks now. Sure. The end of the episode and the season 
was just her putting a green hood on. Oh, yeah. And, like, slipping away. <laughs> it was as if Sarah Paulson yeah. was now the leader of her the own cult. cult. But it was, like, implied but not enough. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was, like We'll let you do the work and we'll do none of it, but it maybe. Was, it was like she could be the leader of a cult or she could have just been going for a new She's look like, as she was Halloween. going to like a gala event <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, it was ambiguous. It was, and as the rest of the season was. You know, whenever I think of the word ambiguous, I always think of frogs because they're amphibious. amphibious. That's, that's what I was thinking too. I just wanted to share that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. I feel whole now. Um, yeah, bad. All around bad. But, um, keep it. Don't want it. What will next season hold? God, don't. I. I'm not ready. But at the same time, I can't wait. American Horror Story Osmandias. (gasps) Just his life. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's all our white nonsense, I think. Yeah. Do you have any more white nonsense? Um, no. Um,. But actually, kind of. Kind of? Okay. So I was listening to um, Jasmine Ad Nauseam. Oh, I was going yes. back and listening oh. to some of her, um, like, earlier episodes of the podcast. And I was listening to the one where she's talking about Laguna Beach. That's the white <laughs> nonsense. And, wow, I need to rewatch it. I started rewatching it maybe last year. Yeah. And then I kind of, like, left it. But her commentary on it just, like, was killing me. Yeah. And God bless. I love that show. Have you seen Laguna Beach? I've never seen Laguna Beach. Or The Hills? No. Or The O.C. That's Gossip Girl? No. You're missing so many. <laughs> I'm just smiling. No. You're missing so many I'm so sorry. important pop culture moments. You're right. Anyway, I need to rewatch Laguna Beach because, like, wow, iconic. Um so good and I really enjoyed um Jasmine's thoughts on it also speaking of Jasmine I feel like this is gonna be the never-ending like shout out no, I, loved, I love her so much but I'm her, her her little like shout out on her last episode oh I was like I listened to it probably five times because I was like this is the nicest thing anyone has ever said in our entire life as a podcast in, no our in entire general, life as people yeah no um, it was in so our, nice 23 years of life. Yeah. No, yeah, she gave us a shout-out on her most recent episode of her podcast, which was a really great episode. Yeah, and, like, I really... Itself. She was saying a lot of things where I was like, oh, wow, like, this really resonates with me. Yeah. Um, but she gave us a shout-out, and she had some really beautiful things to say about yeah, us and like our podcast. Yeah, it was, like, really nice. Um, so we're doing the same, but not as eloquently, no, because what have you like, come to expect? <laughs> like, we're not good at things, okay? <laughs> Um, no, but her, like, her podcast is so good. The audio quality of her mm. podcast. Oh my god. Has me shook. <laughs> Honestly, I was, like, looking, because she has her equipment listed, and yeah. I was like, what is she using? <laughs> like, we need this. It's so good. It's crisp. Um, <laughs> it is crisp. Damn, that's crisp. <laughs> um, and, like, I don't know if you listened to, like, her Halloween, like, she had, like, a ghost story one. I was listening to that. They had, like, sound effects in it, too, Ooh. and, like, spooky music, and I was like, I love everything that's happening. No, her, She's so good. Her She's so funny. Is, it's so funny. She's so smart and well-spoken and just has really interesting thoughts. Yeah. Like, I feel like the things that she talks about and kind of, like, her takes on things are not even necessarily, like, the obvious ones. No, it's it's really good. Like, I'm... The, I, like, it's just... 
I I'm glad the Lady Pod Squad has brought us to her yes. and her content that she makes because it's it's really good. That's all. Like I know that's not eloquent at all. It's really good. It's like super good. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, like, was listening to, like, her intro episode. Yeah. When she talks about how she lives in Guam, all I could think about was the one day where Zoe was looking at our, like, statistics on SoundCloud, and she's, like, where she was, like, going through, like, where our listeners are from, and she's, like, Guam, and I'm, like, oh my god, like, Guam. I'm, like, Guam, dope! <laughs> Guam, dope! And then I was, like, who's from Guam? And she's, like, it's Jasmine. And I was, like, dope! I just thought somebody from Guam was so cool. <laughs> Um, Someone from Guam is so cool. Jasmine Anosium, listen now. Seriously, go listen to her podcast. She also has, like, a really soothing voice. She does. She does. Can we go to Guam and visit her? Let's go to Guam. Uh, bye. Don't. We're on our way to Guam. Um, yeah, so I've really enjoyed her podcast. I've, uh, yeah, I just... I'm it was like, just such a nice show, though. Like, it, it just, yeah. like made my heart full I was like oh that's so lovely I also really admire her because like she does it's like a one woman podcast yeah and like she'll occasionally like she like interviews people or like talks to other people and stuff but like kind of like the primary podcast is just her and I'm always kind of like wary of like one person podcasts because I feel like that's like bold yeah but she just does such a good job and I'm never just like Oh, like I wish there was like another person. No, or I wish like she, she had like, somebody carries to it herself. bounce ideas off of. She's so good by herself. Yeah, and I'm just like, it's she's, how, she's killing it. How do you do the thing? Tell us, Jasmine. Dope, dope. <laughs> I think it's really cool that you're from Guam. <laughs> by the I way. was on the the Guam Wikipedia page the yeah because I wanted to learn more, more about, about Guam. it because I didn't know a lot about it. Um, so it's delightful. Yeah, I was just educating myself a little bit because you I know Wikipedia it. is the it's, best it's place to educate yourself. Number one source of education. <laughs> Legit. Um, yeah. Uh, Anything else? No. More white nonsense is uh, <laughs> you can follow us <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Honestly Pod. We spew our white nonsense um, constantly. You can email at us. Email at us. Email you at us. Just email. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> the honestly podcast at gmail.com yeah and uh our website the honestly podcast.wixsite.com slash home don't forget the slash home because it will lead you nowhere Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's our new jingle <laughs> love it anything else did i miss any anything i blacked out <laughs> an hour <What>? ago <laughs> <laughs> okay well i guess that's it Bye! Bye. <laughs>